Welcome to Loving Wild and Free, a podcast by Bridget Woolley and Brittany Taylor. Here we share our intimate journeys of deepening our understanding and practicing of unconditional love. With our relationship as the point of focus, we tell personal stories and practice compassionate communication, which supports us growing together as individuals and as a unit. All are welcome here. We are grateful to be on this journey beside you. Hello. <laughs> I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And we're really excited to be starting this new podcast today. Yeah, it's been something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, for a year, even before we had this relationship together. Like, I've always wanted to share about the intimacy of relating. Yes. Another being and all that comes up in that intimate connection. And just sharing about unconditional love and communication and all the intimate details that happen behind the scenes. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. So that is what, that is what our intention is here is to share about unconditional love and evolving communication. And that's kind of what we've picked as like the main themes, but what we imagine that will look like is us experiencing things in our intimate relationship, which we're going to talk about today and then sharing our process and what we learned mm-hmm. kind of the bigger themes we learned and doing storytelling so actually sharing with you like what is what's come up for us and what's going on and I love that about you Bridget I love that I feel like you're so down to share the intimate details with the world mm-hmm. and I love doing that so much and I think we learned so much through that process and it's also really helpful for like letting go or shedding any idea of like shame or perfection or what it's supposed to look like and just sharing our real journey and with the vision that that could help others yeah I love that and I remember when I started my health business I had so much fear about sharing (laughs) the intimate journeys that I wasn't quote-unquote perfect or didn't have it all together totally and that's how I started my business, which is kind of like showing up in this like perfectionism <laughs> um, <laughs> role mindset, like trying to um, mask that I was going through a lot at that time. And then when I started sharing the intimate details of my journey um, and realizing how helpful that was for the people I was working with and then how I was attracting more beings that I really wanted to c- connect with through sharing that... I was having a hard time. I had been through this thing. I had healed all these ailments that I had um, been enduring for a while. And um, yeah, things just transformed from there. And so I love sharing the intimate details. And I love that you do that in your business and um, on YouTube and all these places. And um, it feels really exciting to be starting this, opening up this uh, space of communication where we can have these dialogues about... um, yeah, just the intimacy of our journey. And, you know, I imagine we'll even bring in some some raw processing. Maybe we'll, yeah. we'll um, just, like, record a clip of when we're, we're talking about <laughs> something big that we're moving through, like, yes. the other night or, yeah, you know, totally. which happens all the time. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah, I love that so much. I love that you shared before this, like, maybe people could have an idea that, like, we have our shit together in a certain way. And I think it's really cool to see uh, the more authentic version of what's actually going on. 
And so Bridget and I have been in relationship for about three years now. Yeah. We met probably just, yeah, just over three years ago. And we have shared about our relationship in a lot of places. And we've never had a dedicated space that was like co-created just you and I to share about our relationship and like kind of to have this special yeah creation together Mm -hmm. so this is the beginning of that which is super exciting (laughs) and I think in today's episode we'll focus on just like our relationship give you a sense of I mean there's so much we could dive into so we're really just gonna give you the outline of like (laughs) what is our relationship and see what evolves from there so that you know like what some of the themes are that we might be hitting on in this in this podcast yes I love that yeah there's some pretty obvious ones we could nail out right away which Mm -hmm. is that I have another partner yeah Bridget and I have always been in in an open undefined relationship um I think that we fell in love pretty immediately Mm -hmm. had this like very strong mutual attraction right away um we're both you know I'd say female identified also not maybe non-binary in some way um gosh what are some other big themes we're mamas we're mamas we're movers we're movers business owners yeah entrepreneurs yeah those are some of the big ones yeah so so yeah we (coughs) met over three years ago yeah it was the day after bridget's birthday yeah on july 29th well, I would tell okay, it differently. Okay, tell it. I want, please, could, could you start it, actually? Because I'd love to hear your version of our story. I feel like we, we met before then because, so the day that Brittany was talking about after my birthday, we were at Barton Springs, which is this beautiful place in Austin um, with natural spring water pool that we go to all the time. And I was there playing with um, someone I was dating at the time. And uh, I saw Brittany and her partner, Connor, out of the uh, the corner of my eye and they were doing just like handstands and acro and I recognized them from ecstatic dance another place that we, we frequent often and um but you hadn't been back in town for long right this is like maybe two months two months okay mm-hmm. cool so I had um lived in LA for a short period of time and I moved back um did some traveling moved back to Austin and um yeah and then I had been going to ecstatic dance for a couple months and I had started to see Brittany there and just was so attracted to her <laughs> and the way she moved and danced and yeah it felt like a resonance it felt like love at first sight attraction uh, all of those feelings my whole body like lit up and I was like who is this being and I had just started going to ecstatic dance and I like wanted to dance with her and she was, I, she was like doing contact dance with Connor and like all these other beings. And so I felt really intimidated and, um, and yeah, over the course of those two months, I think I was seeing you here and there, maybe not every week, but I had seen you a handful of times before, um, you came up to me that day at Barton Springs. Okay. Well then, since we're telling the story that way, I imagine that I saw you before that at dance then. So it was probably within a week or two. And I was at ecstatic dance. And there was this being, Bridget, and she was just like dancing. And her energy was so captivating. I mean, I've been dancing in Austin for, gosh, like say six years or something. Um, And longer than that. But anyway... Stay focused, Brittany. And I love 
I love feeling all the different energies. And this specific energy felt like so um, resonant so resonant in all these different ways and you were playful and you were like embodied and you were fun and the biggest thing was like I had this look of awe on my face like oh my gosh who is this what do you do like Mm -hmm. I love the way you're dancing and I'm just open with that when I feel excited about somebody and so but you know it's ecstatic dance it's a silent space and so Bridget was dancing it's crowded there were maybe 200 people there and so Bridget's dancing I'm dancing and I was just staring at her with this like gape is a gaping mm-hmm. mouth and <laughs> she was staring right back at me and that was something that maybe I hadn't experienced before like maybe you have some looks of acknowledgement but we were just like staring at each other dancing mm-hmm. we were like across from each other in the middle of like the dance floor yeah and um yeah both like dancing really similarly yeah and just, like, these looks <laughs> of joy on our faces feeling the energy and just like caught each other's eye in this way and it was like the moment of like oh yeah yeah wow yeah and it was so exciting I remember talking to Connor about it either at the break or afterwards and I was like Connor there's this like being and oh it was after because I was like did you see her and this and that and we're so then that makes more sense because then at Barton Springs which must have been within a couple weeks Mm -hmm. um I saw Bridget when I was doing acro because the way I was oriented I could see down the hill and Bridget was like not that far from me and she, I just remember she was like, just seemed really played. So I didn't know that it was the same person that I was attracted to at Ecstatic Dance. <laughs> but I knew, I knew. Bridget, I knew. <laughs> but I like tend to just sort of read energy at dance and don't really. Anyway, so the point being <laughs> that I saw Bridget was like doing handstands and like kissed the partner that she was with and just like, like just seemed so joyful and in flow. And I was I was just so attracted to the energy that you were emitting. And so before I left, I was like about to head out and I like stopped by your blanket with you and your partner uh, or the person you were dating at the time. And I was just like, hey, like, I really, I really love your energy. And that was how we made our first like verbal connection. Mm -hmm. I was so nervous (laughs) when I was coming over. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you had said, like, I like your energy, and you were, you were talking to me like you hadn't seen me before, and, like, I clearly knew that I had seen you before, <laughs> and I was like, I've seen you at Ecstatic Dance, and you kind of were like, oh, I haven't seen you, and so then I thought you weren't, like, I that, that into me because you hadn't remembered me. Oh, my gosh. When like, really? When really? She was so I, like, me. fell in love with two people. <laughs> they were the same, same person. person. <laughs> Yeah, so... We just had a short exchange then. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like, cool, we'll like, we'll link up then. I'll see you at dance. And yeah, it was exciting. And then we did. We must have seen each other regularly after that at dance. And um, I remember being like really excited about the prospect of dancing with you and also like nervous, which was really weird for me to feel nervous about dancing with someone. So I feel like we danced a lot like really near each other, but not quite like contacty with each other for a couple more months. Yeah, because I had never contact danced then. Uh, now I do that all the time. But then I was like just getting into that scene, feeling really intimidated. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I imagine now I would have danced with you in a moment. But yeah, totally. Which <laughs> yeah. is so fun to think about, like how we evolve. Yeah. And then um, we somehow linked up on Facebook Messenger and we're chatting about like getting together to do some movement. It sounded resonant for both of us. And then I went and traveled for a month we I was actually just reading through our old messages last night yeah I love the beginning ones we didn't end up linking up for like two months 
of that until October. And so we started talking about linking up again in October. And meanwhile, I had gotten pregnant, like really intentionally. Connor and I had created this child we'd been planning to create for like a long time. And so we were planning to meet up at this acro jam for the first time, Bridget and I, and I was like horribly nauseous and like just in the first trimester of pregnancy. And so not only did I let her know I had to cancel our date, which was like something I really didn't want to do, but I was like, also I'm pregnant (laughs) and we hadn't talked like specifically like, oh, we're like a romantically attracted to each mm-hmm. other or like whatever. going on a date yeah it was, it was like just, a hangout yeah it was you know just mm-hmm. feeling it out so it was really interesting to put it out there and yeah how was that for you yeah well I'm gonna back up a minute okay um because we had had some exchanges at the like at the springs I think yeah. right when you got back we talked about oh that's right something and I you were fasting that day yeah yeah I learned who you were and that you and Connor had this YouTube channel and um clearly knew that you had this other partner and at that time I was um I had been single for a couple years intentionally not dating getting really clear on what I wanted wasn't really attracted to polyamory was really wanting to attract like a partner to build my life with and then more in a, a monogamous vision and so I um Brittany told me about their YouTube channel, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay. So if you don't know what her YouTube channel is, it's um, with Connor, and it's all about authentic relationships, polyamory, sex positivity, sex positivity. Um, And so I felt really confused (laughs) and curious. Um, Yeah, I didn't hear from you after we saw you (laughs) at the Springs. And then I did. And then, and then mm-hmm. I heard from you yeah. and you said you liked what I was sharing mm-hmm. with the world. And I think creatively liked yes. what I've been doing with business. Totally. I wanted to link up on that. And I was also attracted to her openness, um, and her authenticity. And so there was a part of me that was, yes, attracted to her uh, in what she was creating and also romantically. And I think I just felt like, oh, I really want to be in a relationship and felt like, oh, I feel like I really love like I'm curious about this being and I felt confused about what that brought up for me um and so then yeah um fast forward to Brittany telling me she was pregnant um had another layer mm -hmm. I think I really took the time those couple months to I watched a lot of your videos oh yeah a lot of your videos on YouTube and and got to know you in this way um and so it felt easy for me to receive that you were pregnant. It felt like, man, I still wanted to hang out with you. And I, the exchanges that we had had felt so powerful, felt so present and dropped in with you. And just like the way we, we would look at each other and um, the energy I felt, I felt like, wow, I really want to get to know this being. And so it felt like, yeah, I'm totally, um, yeah, I'm going to show up for this this date, this hangout, um, whenever it flows. And, um, yeah. and we're just like feeling, yeah, just a lot of, um, love and compassion for you that you're pregnant <laughs> and feeling all this. And yeah, you shared such a sweet response. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I just want to take a moment for a point of reflection here because I remember, so I, I've been exploring open relationships for about eight years and, um, And they felt really important for me because one thing I identified was like, for me, freedom is like the most important thing to me in romantic partnerships is like to be supported in freedom. And I didn't feel like I had that in my previous monogamous partnerships. 
And I think we want the same thing, which I'm sure we'll talk about in plenty of videos <laughs> about like, we want to be all of ourselves and to feel free to express ourselves and, and to be supported by one another, which we totally do here. But so at the time, like I, I had been exploring polyamory for open relationships for a long time. And I'd been dating a lot of different people or hooking up with different people and also diving into like really deep connections with friends or lovers or partners. And, um, Bridget felt so different to me. So what I mean by that is like, when I would start to explore a new connection, like any type of connection, I normally found that there'd be like a certain amount of resonance and then it would start to feel like, oh, cool. Like, and that let me know, like, cool, these are my areas of connection with this person. It's not like, wah, 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 I don't want to hang out with them. I mean, maybe sometimes it was. And also sometimes it was just like, cool, we'll dance together. Cool, we're just gonna like have a really hot sexual connection. Cool, we're gonna have like more of an intellectual connection or cool, we're just gonna do acro together. Or once in a while it was like, wow, we have a few areas that feel really good. And with Bridget, it was like, we kept, whenever we'd run into each other and talk, I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't felt any of these like moments. I just felt like, I want more, I want more. Like, I loved the way you communicated. I loved your eye contact. I loved how beautiful you were. I loved the openness I felt from you to exchange energy. I loved what you were sharing about that you were doing. I loved how you asked questions. Like, it was everything. And so it was like a really big deal to me to explore this connection and felt like confusing and surprising that it was like <laughs> kept coming up because it was different than anything I had experienced before, which is also like made for a lot of shifts in my relationship with Connor because neither of us had navigated like having such a substantial connection outside of our, at that point, like four year relationship, which is not like a seven year relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. I love you reflecting all that and all that and um, what you shared when you started that about how we want the same thing. And I think that's what drew us to each other was this playfulness, this openness, um, all these areas of resonance. And like Brittany said, uh, she had in the past, like had all these um, different areas of connection um, or maybe she'd have like an acro partner or a um hot sexual connection or an intellectual connection. And I had not experienced that in that way. I had my partners that I had been with, I had usually a lot of areas of resonance with yeah. them and um, where we would like move together and travel together and had a hot sexual and an intellectual, con- like all these pieces kind of like together. And then I would have like other intimate friendships outside of that. So in just like hearing you reflect in that, and thinking about our experiences, I think we were experiencing a lot of the same thing, things in relationship, just kind of in different different formats. formats. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. So true. Yeah. And our vision of connection and freedom, I think has always been the same. And, you know, we've talked about like, oh, like I've always had a vision of, of monogamy and Brittany's been more on this polyamory journey for, you know, the past eight years. And, um, but what we want is the same. Mm-hmm. And so when, you know, I've talked about monogamy or she's talked about polyamory, it's actually we just like really want to be all of ourselves and feel free to connect in the ways that feel really resonant for us. And I think that's a big piece of what really drew us together was feeling like, oh, 
I feel like there's alignment here, even though we're slightly talking about things a little differently. Totally, <laughs> totally. And it's been one of our biggest journeys because it's like such a uh, societal like boom. Like, <laughs> wait, but how does that work? Yeah. And also a fun thing to highlight is that Bridget experienced a lot of connection with various people when she was younger Mm, mm -hmm. that which I didn't so I I recognize like before I started connecting with Connor I had maybe like had like say seven romantic partners partnerships romantic sexual partnerships all of my exploration has come since being in an open relationship whereas with you it sounds like you explored a lot when you were younger maybe in between and before some of your longer term partnerships yeah, absolutely. I love that you highlighted that because, yeah, from the age of 16 to 24, 25, I connected with a lot of people. Um, and so, yeah, I imagine that <laughs> there's some freedom in there that I feel like we've both wanted to explore, which is really cool to think about. Yeah, absolutely. And so... Okay, let's get to our story. Okay, so... October. We're in October we end up, so we're going to meet up at the Aqua Jam the next week because I was too pregnant the first week. I was too nauseous. And we meet up at the Aqua Jam. You brought a friend. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Like, amazing connection. I felt like you, your friend, Connor and I all kind of like had some great conversation. A lot of it was just like Bridget and I were just kind of like staring at each other. And I just remember like, I don't even know what she's saying right now, but wow, her, her skin is so beautiful and like maybe we'll just like find ourselves in the bathroom and just like was fantasizing about all kinds of things. Um, yeah, it was great though and we played some acro. Mm-hmm. And just, then I did a muscle up. You did a muscle really? up on the rings yeah, and I was super, I was like telling people about it. I was wanting you to show people because I was so impressed. Um, yeah, and then... Then I asked you, like, later the next week, I asked if you wanted to meet up to do a hike, just one-on-one. Yeah. And we did. We did. We hiked to this beautiful spot, which is actually right behind the house that we live in now. And it was amazing. From the first moment of walking, I just felt so, like, in sync with you. I felt like the conversation was super compelling and exciting and resonant. And I was... I just loved the way you shared and held space. I loved the topics we were talking about. I felt like we had so much overlap. Like everything was super fascinating. I also really loved that Bridget asked questions that I noticed I have like at other times wanted other people to ask because when we met, you know, it's like I have a fascinating life. Yeah. Like I had sex education videos out on the internet which and I like ran businesses. I traveled the world. Like I was in an open relationship. And so it was like super out of the ordinary stuff. And Bridget was just asking me awesome questions. And like the more um, intimate the questions were, the more I was like so excited that you were down to go there. Yeah. And I felt nervous about asking them too because they were pretty intimate questions. I don't even, I, I wish felt... I had a recording. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah our conversation that day, we, 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 were, we spent like three or four hours together, maybe longer. Yeah, maybe know. longer. And just were talking, immersed the whole time. And they were d- deep, big questions and conversations. And yeah. Yeah. And we, we hiked to this spot. It was like a maybe 45-minute hike. Mm-hmm. Got to the spot, sat and talked for a couple hours, swam. And I remember there was this beautiful moment where we were sitting on the rocks and just like staring at each other for a little too long and it would have just it was like this moment to like share a kiss and also but like not because 
Bridget had just been telling me about how she'd been like trying out some new relationships, like, and one of the things she was exploring was exploring the idea of polyamory and like it it didn't really resonate with her and so I was like okay like not gonna kiss this person who doesn't want to be immersed in a polydynamic um so it was really beautiful just to get to share that moment like of real deep connection and to feel like it was so mutual like we were both really there for it yeah and then we hiked back we we lost, we lost track of where we were in the woods for a minute. <laughs> yeah. We finally found our ways back to the cars, and we were almost there. And I remember Bridget took my hand, and she just said, I, I think what you said was, I have a big, I have a big crush on you. <laughs> and I said, I have a big crush on you, too. Um, and then you walked me to my car, which was so sweet. All, it was also before your car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you said you're going to look so beautiful with a big pregnant belly. (laughs) It was so sweet. And I was just thinking like, I don't want to kiss you right now on the highway, like in this setting. And so got in my car and drove away. And then, yeah, we ended up linking up for a real date maybe, or another date, you know, a more sexual date. (laughs) date. I don't mean to say a real date. Just bring the sex in as a real date. It's not, I don't know why it came out that way. (laughs) I like it. Good. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, a week later, and yeah, that was beautiful at your at your place. Yeah, it was really beautiful. And that kind of started a big thing, like a, a big month of just like crazy amazing love and lovemaking and talking and all these things, and just like both of us at the beginning of our relationship that was totally, I think for me, terrifying and new and also like deeply safe and resonant, but like really learning how to explore something that didn't fit within what I had created in my poly partnership with Connor there hadn't there wasn't enough space like created yet for Mm -hmm. the type of connection I was experiencing with you yes and from your end I mean I think it was like well maybe you can speak to that yeah I think this was the reason I wasn't attracted to polyamorous relationships was because I was ready to build a life with someone I was ready to yeah and feeling like um, entering into this this dynamic with with Brittany, while she had this other being Connor, I felt like it didn't offer me the space. And not that I knew that ahead of time, but I think that was like my vision of polyamory was like, oh, well, we just kind of have these like little connections here and there. And I was really wanting to like, yeah, build with someone. And um, and so it was challenging for me in the beginning because entering into this dynamic where Brittany had this full life and hadn't created the space to spend a lot of, I mean, we spent a lot of time together in that first month, um, which I um, imagine was challenging for Mm -hmm. Brittany and Connor to navigate. And, um, and it was also challenging for me to navigate because I was in, I was like, I fell in love with, with Brittany and then I wasn't able to maybe have the time and space freedom that I was used to when starting a relationship um, there was someone else that Brittany was like checking in with and uh, living with and all these things. And yeah. so it was, it was very um, different and difficult for me to um, hold space for that. And also in that, you know, this is, we, we grew so much through yeah. all that. And um, yeah. And then you went to Thailand and you went to Thailand <laughs> and that was a big mess and also beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and, and honestly, there are just so many more evolutions we could speak to, but maybe um, a, maybe a summary is yes, like, yeah. <laughs> a summary is that um, we took a minute mm-hmm. after you came to Thailand, and it was like kind of that same theme blown up, which is like, I'm navigating how to transition safely in my partnership with Connor to also having this partnership with you because that's what it was really becoming was like a partnership and I had never experienced that Mm -hmm. and it was really rocking our relationship and it was like (laughs) um and I think it was really taxing on you that's my interpretation and um when you left Thailand I thought that was it like we were just gonna like not and Mm -hmm. so when we were both back in Austin maybe a month later um we decided to meet up and 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 um I thought we just kind of re- rekindled a friendship when mm-hmm. we'd been chatting, yeah, like via messenger. Um, but that friendship formed, you know, just into our organic relationship, which I, I think we're going to hit on a lot here. It's just like, this is what is. And there's no like, I know we've been taught a lot of like, what's fair or what's right or mm-hmm. what's wrong. And it's like, what is true? Yeah. What is alive? What is attraction? What is being, mm. what is being called forth here? And that is what, I believe in our hearts we're open to every day is like, well, let's, let's create around what is resonating. Yeah. And our relationship has been flourishing and resonating these three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we've had many evolutions of it. And now we, we live together in, in Austin and I still have my partnership with Connor. Um, we are, <laughs> we're all, Bridget and I have a family with Ilya who's now two and, two and four four months and we all have a bigger family unit you know we Mm -hmm. all share caring for Ilya we all share supporting one Mm -hmm. another in our lives and our movement practices and our business practices um we tried sharing a home for a while for over a year yeah um yeah exactly a year yeah Mm. we're not doing that right now (laughs) (laughs) um yeah there there have been so many evolutions Bridget of like <laughs> of us but um because it feels really beautiful that this this piece this like what is the truth of our like resonance and co-creation that wants to be birthed into the universe right now and like can we have the the grace to surrender and the grace to and the strength to embrace it where it is yeah. in this moment i think that's like that's a bit of our prayer as to how we want to live and what that looks like like doesn't really matter so much to us I think as as how how it feels and how we share about it and how we hold space for one another sort of like finding that truth over and over again throughout the shedding of the fear (laughs) and the layers of trauma yeah I love that I feel like over these last few years you know, our love and our resonance has been a catalyst to opening us up into this growth and the shedding of the layers and the fears and maybe patterns, cycles, traumas we were stuck in that wasn't resonant, that isn't resonant. And, you know, we're still doing that. And, you know, that is what's beautiful about relationship is that's what we do in relationship. And um, it feels so beautiful to be co-creating this space where Brittany and I can share with you all that we are growing in and um, the intimate details of evolving communication and unconditional love and support and yeah 
yeah, just raw growth. And I feel like we are such a unit in that. Um, and becoming more of a unit all the time and being each other's teammates as we are evolving as these spiritual beings and these human bodies and getting to love the fuck out of each other through it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I really do like, I feel that so much from us that we really have this huge desire to share love with one another. And I feel that rise up so much, um, throughout the challenges and there have been so many challenges in this relationship for us um and also like I think it's just felt like a hell yes to us the Mm -hmm. whole time (laughs) yeah and um what I know about us from what I know about us it makes sense that we've attracted like (laughs) challenging really exciting growth promoting lives I think that's something that has always been a part of both of our lives yeah yeah I think Both of us want to be really open, really free, really inspired, really evolved. Um, And so it makes sense that we we chose this relationship in this way. And yeah, I'm just excited to share about (laughs) the evolution of it and have this space to reflect and create. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited about it. Mm. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thanks for thank you. Thanks for tuning into our first podcast. Yeah. Excited to see where it goes. Me too. Okay. That's all for today. Okay. Okay.